As a child, did you grow up with Wheat Bix as your staple breakfast cereal? Indeed, breakfast biscuits have remained one of the most popular breakfast cereals in Australia for many years. So today on the Nutrition Couch podcast, we take a closer look at two of the most popular breakfast cereal biscuits in Aussie supermarkets to decide once and for all which is the healthiest option. Hi, I'm Susie Burrell. And I'm Leanne Ward. And as two of Australia's leading dietitians who specialise in evidence-based nutrition, we bring you the Nutrition Couch product review, a weekly chat on new products and old favourites you can find in the supermarkets. So Leanne, tell me, a child, I don't even want to think what child you were, I'm thinking the 90s maybe, um, what was the breakfast cereal that you had in your cupboard when you were growing up? Yeah, I think we did, I'm just trying to think back, I think we did grow up with Weebix, mum had these like big glass jars, there was this big shelf in the kitchen, it was like above height, so as a kid I couldn't even reach up there, it was like this big shelf and mum had all these glass jars of cereal and I remember there was like some sort of shredded wheat thing in one, there was like uh, mum always had oh, what's the really whole grainy type cereal? There was a muesli in one, there was rolled oats in another, there was wheat bix in another. So we always had sort of a range of five or six, but you would never, as our listeners know, my mom was very healthy. There was never any Cocoa Pops or Fruit Loops or anything like that in our household. It was very bland, beige, high fiber type cereals for us. And I was like, <laughs> mom, I want something sweet. And she'd be like, put some fruit on it. So it was always, you know, a blander, low sugar type of high fiber cereal, some milk and some fruit. That was, if cereal was in the household, that was sort of our growing up. What did you grow up with, Susie? Well, did you not even get the holiday packets where you got to take away the little mini boxes and then you could pick like as a special holiday thing, you could have the Cocoa Pops or the Nutri-Grain? No, never got that. Never no. got that. No, no. <laughs> so deprived. So deprived. My mum was not dissimilar. Like she was quite strict as well. And I, I want to say as I got older, we used to have Just Right, which is not overly healthy in itself. Um, but we definitely had wheat bix, absolutely. Um, growing up, we had quite plain cereals, but we did on the holidays, we were allowed to get the holiday mix where we would choose like the little one. So that was always the the very exciting highlight. So it's funny when you ask people about their memories of growing up and the, the different cereals that they had. I actually also remember one, there was Kellogg Complete. So it had like these little um, currants covered in yogurt in the 80s, I guess it would have been the 90s, and it was not overly healthy toasted muesli, but these little yogurt-covered currants were so delicious. I remember that. Yeah. I feel like there was a, a type of Sultana brand that also had that because I yes. think mum used to buy that one as well. It's like the Sultana brand. I think you look on the box and it looks like it's super high fibre because the brand-type flakes in there looks like uber, uber healthy and then it's marketed as like, you know, yogurt-covered raisins. But I think a quick look at the nutrition label would probably tell us that it's jacked full of sugar. But back in the day, I think, you know, we did a lot of front of package, you know, reading instead of actually reading the nutrition label. So we definitely had that in our household, the bran flakes with sort of the yogurt covered raisins. <laughs> yeah. So times have changed, you know, you probably come as a surprise to hear that, you know, Australian industry has actually done a great job at taking quite a lot of sugar out of the cereal section. So, you know, even though there's a perception that it's not overly healthy, indeed now it's far, far healthier than it ever once was. And back in the golden days, sugar was not so much of a concern. So there was plenty of it in breakfast cereal. But going to two very popular varieties of cereal, I think they're still the biggest sellers, um, Wheat Bix, we'll start with Sanitarium Wheat Bix. Um, it's an interesting one actually because, 
you know, in the old days where there was a lot of sugary cereal, you would sort of, or more processed cereal, there wasn't a lot of the prebiotic high fiber varieties you can find now. You know, Wheat Bix was kind of always considered the gold standard. And I remember a skit at uni um, or an ad that was on back in the day that said, you know, seven out of 10 nutritionists or whatever the number was recommend Wheat Bix. So it was kind of always considered the gold standard. And when you take a closer look and even the processing of it, it's perhaps not as healthy as we may perceive it to be, especially considering the kinds of cereals that you can find now, which is super high fiber. But if I look at the ingredients, it's pretty clean. You know, it's 97% whole grain wheat. Second ingredients are all sugar, salt, barley milk extract, and then it's quite um, significantly fortified with vitamins B1, B2, B3, and folate, as well as iron. Um, contains gluten wheat. It's a wheat-based product. It's got a claim of low in sugar, source of iron, high in fiber. And, you know, when we take a look at it, Leanne, there's not a whole lot in it. You know, this is two of the breakfast biscuits, 33 grams. It comes in just over 100 calories, so 488 kilojoules per serve. Um, it's got four grams of protein. That's without any milk added. It's got very little fat, 0.4 grams. Um, 21.7 grams of carbohydrate, one gram of sugar. There is some added sugar in wheat bix, which may come as a surprise. 4.3 grams of dietary fiber, which is, is a good serve. Um, at least three you would want from a bowl of breakfast cereal. Mind you, now you're getting cereals that easily come in at six, eight grams per serve. Sodium, 89 milligrams, pretty insignificant in the big scheme of things. And then um, more than a third of your recommended daily intake of folate, although it is synthetic folate, 50% vitamin B1, 25% vitamins B2 and 3, 25% dietary iron, although it is non-heme iron, it's not overly well absorbed, we should say, in cereal product. Still a great choice for people on a plant-based diet, um, say magnesium. So I would describe Wheat Bix as being a very plain, simple breakfast. It's not unhealthy. Is it the healthiest breakfast cereal out there? No. Um, are there a million cereals that are worse? Yes. Do I buy it? No. Do I sometimes cook with it? Yes. You know, I think really it's splitting hairs, but I think the message for most people is I think that there are better breakfast cereals out there. The GI is not overly low on it, which means it's digested relatively quickly because of the processed nature of the, the cereal itself. It's not You're not seeing sort of big fibrous chunks through it. And you can tell that, Leanne, of course, when you serve it, it goes really, really sloppy, which means it's probably digested relatively quickly. You know, so I kind of, if I was rating it out of 10, I'd give it a seven. You know, it's not, it's not amazing. It's not bad. It's affordable for many families. There's really nothing wrong with it. Um, but for me, it doesn't tick some of the key boxes that I think a breakfast cereal should, should tick um, in terms of fiber and bulk factor. And, you know, it does have added sugar and there are options which do not. So, um, yeah, I, I just would give it a seven. It sort of doesn't do much for me. I'm not anti or I'm not really pro it either. Yeah, and let's be honest, it's not the best tasting thing in the world, isn't it? Like it does go super so soggy and soppy, so it's not something that I'm jumping out of my seat to actually consume. But, you know, it is a pretty quote-unquote clean breakfast option. But let's be honest, like two Weet-Bix with milk, that doesn't fill me up. I don't know if that fills you or anybody else up, but I would routinely eat, you know, four, five, six Weet-Bix as a tall, active, very active kid. So for me, like that, that serving size, for me and most of my active ladies wouldn't wouldn't actually be enough. I work with very active ladies as sort of my clientele and just two wheat bix with milk wouldn't wouldn't quite cut it. So I think to balance that breakfast out a little bit better, we'd want to add a little bit more protein. So a good dollop of some good quality Greek yogurt and um, you know, a good sprinkle of some nuts and seeds, adding a little bit of healthy fat in there as well to balance out some of those carbohydrates, I think would be would be a relatively, you know, better option, Susie, I think. I think a lot of people will
will put, um, you know, fruit with their cereal, which is just sort of adding in more carbohydrates. I like to always balance out a bit of cereal with some healthy fats um, and a little bit of extra protein as well. That really gives you that longer lasting energy throughout the day. So I'm like you, it's not, it's not terrible. There are definitely worse breakfast options. It's not a bad one, um, but it's not something that I'm jumping out of my seat to recommend left, right and center for my clients. Um, I really do think that, especially from a taste perspective, I think it's quite bland. Um, I definitely think there are more tastier, healthier, more nutritious cereal options out there. Absolutely. And I, I think, um, you know, describing the carbohydrate, you know, it's it's 21 grams of carbohydrate, that's without the milk. So if you then include a serve of, of milk, plant milk, um, dairy milk, you're going to get at least 10 more grams of carbohydrate. So that's 30 grams. Then if you're adding some fruit, you're getting a pretty high carbohydrate breakfast cereal, which a lot of my clients don't process so well. It tends to sort of give them a hit and then they're not satisfied right through to lunchtime. So I'm like you, if, if I had a client who loved them, I would say, well, just mash one up or one and a half up with and make it like a bircher bowl with your high protein Greek yogurt and some berries to make it more balanced and more filling. Or for really active people or active kids, you know, including one in a smoothie with a banana can be a really filling breakfast thing because you're adding the protein back in. And and for really active people, it can be a really smart source of carbohydrates to bulk out or to have a lot um, for a relatively cheap price point. For, for the client group that I'm seeing, which is generally interested in weight control in their 30s, 40s and 50s, it's certainly not my go-to simply because I tend to opt for higher protein breakfasts rather than carbohydrate-rich ones. But certainly with teenagers and, and teenage boys, it would be a food I would go to because it's relatively inexpensive and they can eat a lot of it and get that good quality carbohydrate that they do need because they're busy and they've got a lot more muscle mass and are growing. So like everything in, in what we talk about here on the Nutrition Couch, it's different strokes for different folk. Um, and as I said, it sits in that middle ground. But we wanted to compare it to Vitabrits because Vitabrits is an interesting product because I would argue it's, it's better because when we look at the ingredients on Vitabrits, um, it's 99% whole grain wheat and it's got some salt in it, but there's no added sugar. So I think as a cereal in general, and I personally prefer it as a flavor, um, that more wheaty taste to me is, is nicer. I find them a bit harder as a biscuit. I find they don't go as soggy. Um, so personally, I prefer the serve. Nutritionally, very, very similar. You know, you're looking at 490 kilojoules again, um, just about 120 calories per serve, three grams of protein, a little bit less than the, the wheat bix, but nothing significant. Similar, very little fat, 22.3 grams of carbohydrate, similar amount of fiber, 4.2, tiny bit more sodium, but 130 milligrams, really insignificant. Um, but I actually can't see, there's not the fortification that the wheat bix has actually, so it doesn't have those B group vitamins through there or the dietary iron. Now, that wouldn't concern me, Leanne, because if it's a whole grain cereal, you're getting your vitamin B anyway naturally without having to fortify. Um, and I'm not a massive fan of fortifying with synthetic folate anyway. I'd much rather people get natural folate that's um, naturally occurring in whole grains or from greens anyway than synthetic folate. And the iron, iron in cereal is not well absorbed. So unless I've got you know someone who's vegan and really looking for options to um, increase iron absorption. There's better options for me iron-wise, um, even from other plant-based foods, whether it's legumes or, or whole grains. So yeah, I, that wouldn't bother me as a cereal. I wouldn't be buying wheat bix because it's fortified over Vitabrits, which has no added sugar. I think that if I was choosing, I would just go for this one. One, personally, I prefer the taste and two, it's got no added sugar. But you know, in the big scheme, a gram of sugar in a, in a couple of wheat bix is, is likely to be the least of your problem. Exactly. They're really much of a muchness. I think from a flavor perspective, go with the one that you like. I mean, as dietitian, but we're always going to say the one with no added sugar is better. But as you said, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's zero sugar versus one gram. So it's 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 pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things, let's be honest. So I, I think either are, are a good option. I'm not going to say that 
they're my favorite breakfast type cereal option, but they're definitely better options um, than some of our other sugary based cereals. So if your kids do like them, I'd definitely be encouraging you to have them. And for little ones who do struggle to get in fiber, this is a really good option. I feel like some of the high fiber type cereals we talk about, Susie, are probably too much fiber for our littlies. Um, so this is a great sort of first food for toddlers, babies, that sort of thing, because it does go so soft and it does have a good whack of fiber in there as well. And a, and a nicely balanced sort of, you know, amount of whole grains and carbohydrates as well. So I feel like for our little kids and our growing teens, it's a great option. Um, perhaps for our and our adults, they just need to think about balancing it a little bit more, adding in some healthy fats, some um, and some um some protein as well. But I think both are both are pretty good options and very, very similar, let's be honest. And you know, a way that I actually use them more often and actually why they're in my cupboard is that I sometimes bake with them, like because I'll make protein balls with it as a base because it, it blends quite well that kind of crunchy base. So if you're wanting to bulk up a banana bread or as I said, add it to a smoothie or make some protein balls, it's a really good way to do that without using refined flour. So with cereals, you know, you can use them quite in ingenious ways. I've had clients who use them for kids' lunch boxes, you know, and they put kind of a spread on them and then they have it as like a little crunchy snack in the day. So, you know, certainly there are some ways you can use it. And so for 10 grams of carbohydrate in a crunchy biscuit snack for school, that's a million times better than to have an actual sweet biscuit if the kids like it. So yeah, you can use them in a really smart way and and there's nothing really bad about them. But um, if we were splitting hairs, yeah, you do have one with added sugar and one without. And, you know, they're just different options. But I think sometimes there's a perception out there um, that Weebix is the healthiest cereal you can eat. And I would say absolutely not. I think that's far healthier. If I was giving that title, it would have to be the whole grain plain oats as sort of, you know, a whole grain with nothing added and, and so nutritious and so good for us and such a good low GI breakfast cereal. That would absolutely win hands down. And I'm a big fan of brand-based cereal because I think it's so good for the gut. Um, without being processed at all. So, you know, um, but it's not a matter of there's one standout cereal. There's just different products for different people depending on your goals. And, you know, for kids, you're doing far worse than giving them a couple of wheat bix or Vitabrix and milk for breakfast. Um, but for adults, I think in general, there are better choices. Couldn't agree more. Beautiful. All right. Well, hopefully that clears up everything you ever wanted to know about breakfast biscuits <laughs> because that brings us to the end of the Nutrition Couch product review for another week. Please subscribe if you haven't and recommend us to our, your friends so we can keep growing and we are delivered every Sunday and Wednesday morning. We love to hear from you on socials. We love to get your feedback on products we need to take a look at, so keep sending those through. And we will see you on Sunday for our regular weekly chat. Have a great week. Catch you guys next week. <laughs>